time is most appropriate for you as you are tuning in to this podcast. Welcome to a brand new day with Stephanie J. And I am your host, Stephanie J. I am so excited, so grateful, so happy to have you joining me on this episode on today. This is the day that the Lord has made and we should rejoice. And we should be glad in it. That's what Psalm 118 and 24 tells us. And what does it mean to rejoice? Well, the dictionary says that it means to experience joy and gladness in a high degree, to be exhilarated with lively and pleasurable sensations, and also to exalt. And my acronym for rejoice is reach every day for the joy offered in Christ to everyone. And I don't know about you, but I am reaching every day. I am striving to make it in. And I am just grateful to have the opportunity to do so. I pray that all is well with you on this rainy day. I know I used to always look out the window when it is raining and see the rain and it would just change my disposition. It did not matter what was going on, especially when I thought about all of the things that I had to go out and do. And it's like, ah, I do not want to have to travel in the rain, especially as Especially, and I know somebody knows what I'm talking about, especially when you are on buses and trains. Can I get a witness? That is one of the most miserable experiences. I say, at least for me, traveling on a bus when you're out in the rain, you're cold, you're wet, your galoshes are sloshing around. <laughs> And you get on a bus and why is it that they always seem to have the air conditioner on, on the bus and you get on there and you're shivering and you are just freezing the entire time. It is such an uncomfortable feeling, but I'm at least happy right now because I did my running throughout the day. So a little later in the afternoon 
and I'm now in and the rain as I'm looking out my window it is actually coming down and pouring even more than it was when I was out in it so I'm grateful that I'm looking out the window right now but whatever you are doing I hope that you are doing well I hope that your loved ones are well yes I know I will acknowledge that we are still going through so much all around the world we cannot escape it this is the day this is the time this is the season that we are living in and I thought about Richard Carlson's book the other day. I had it many years ago called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And that book just had a lot of good points and insight, gave you things to think about. And in a nutshell, a lot of the chapters that really spoke to me and I shared it in um, a book or two that I wrote is... Um, expecting things to happen, expecting things to break, expecting things to tumble. When, when you look at things from this perspective, then you know that something eventually will happen. And so we just have to make that mental adjustment. And a lot of times I think we have a tendency to struggle in these areas and then when things do happen it can sometimes take us for a loop but i would definitely definitely say that if you're alive right now then that's half the battle you have your life and you can deal with everything else just take it one step at a time one day at a time and I'm trying my best to follow my own advice. And what I want to do at this very moment is I want to talk a little bit. I've already done a few episodes on the topic previously. It is time out for this, this being DIS. And so I want to spend a little time talking about it is time for this so see we covered some things that it is not time for and i'm basically looking from the perspective of this is the lateness of the hour the times that we are currently living in our world the entire landscape did i say skate excuse me, the entire landscape has changed. The world as we know it, it has definitely changed. And we know, we know that things will not continue on this way forever. We already know, especially those of us who not only read, but heed and believe the word of God, I'm referring to the Bible. If you flip all the way to the book of Revelation, it tells you that all of this, the world that we know, it will pass 
one of these days. It is not going to last forever. And then the Bible speaks about eternity to come. And that is eternity with Christ forever or eternal damnation. Revelation 21 and 8 gives a very clear and concise list of every type of person who will spend eternity in the lake which burns with fire. And I don't know about you, but that is not what I am preparing for. I am preparing to see the face of the king. And so this is one of the reasons why I am currently doing what I am doing. I am using this platform to spread the word, to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, to uplift, to help someone along the way, sharing my experiences and the word and other resources that I feel led to share in order to give someone clarity or a way of looking at things a little differently. I do not have time for the things of this world. I am not making time to sow to the flesh with things that will one day as the Bible says, it will rust and it will corrupt and it will not bring anything lasting or eternal to my soul. So I am sowing into my spirit man and I am sowing into the kingdom. Pretty much everything that I do and everything that I aspire to do, it is kingdom minded and kingdom focus from where I spend my time, the way I spend my time, the way I spend my finances and my resources, all of that in a nutshell, I am living to live again with the King. And I hope that that is your conviction today. I hope that that is your profession. The Bible says, hold fast to your profession of faith. In fact, <laughs> I stopped at the Dollar Tree to pick up a few items and I saw this cute little cup. It's a black and white plaid little uh, carry cup where, you know, you have the lid, you can use it for hot drinks or whatever. And they had a few over there, but the one that caught my eye said faith on it. And I thought, I can't leave that here. So I picked up the little matching dishcloth uh, for my sink and I picked up this cup. And I said, you know, I'm going to get this and I'm going to sit this on my computer stand. It's downstairs now, but even when I'm podcasting or when I open my eyes in the morning, when I close my eyes at night, I want to see that cup with that little short message to remind me to keep the faith. That's what we have to do in this last hour. The Bible is very clear even in Hebrews 11 and 6, it talks about it is impossible to please God without faith. We must continue on with faith. It is faith that will carry us through. A lot of people focus on this fight with the devil, this war on this and 
fighting here and we're fighting individuals, even though the word of God says that we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but against the spirits and the principalities, the rulers of the darkness of this age. And we know, and we understand that Satan, the devil, our adversary, he is the prince of the power of the air. And so we understand, and we should expect all kinds of things to happen. Expect things to bust, to come bust, expect things to be in chaos all around the world because Satan is the one controlling these things in the atmosphere. I don't know about you because I do not know who I am specifically talking to, but I'm so glad that I know the Prince of Peace. I am so glad that I know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords because guess what? He trumps all of that. So I'm so glad to be on the winning side, on the winning team. And it is my faith and it is your faith that will carry us through this race. And I didn't really intend to rhyme, but it came out like that. The Bible says that we are to fight the good fight of faith. So that is the fight that we are supposed to be focused on. And so my topic it is time for this, D-I-S. Let me start with that. If you are not currently doing so, it is time for you to start walking by faith and not by sight. It is time for you to remove your focus off of what is going on around. It is time for you to stop giving into the negativity. I don't care what the environment is right now. God is still working things in my life. I'm still on this seemingly slow uphill battle. It's a climb. It is, it, it takes an effort. I was going to say it's a struggle, but it's not a struggle anymore. The struggle is over. The struggle is behind me. And I see every single day, the enemy is so subtly trying to keep certain things and certain people um, on my path to get me distracted. He is trying to take my eyes off of the prize. He is trying to take my eyes off of the cross. He is trying to take my eyes off of my destiny and the path that I need to go. But guess what I say? It is not time for this. So everything that falls under that category, it gets pushed aside. It gets buried. I don't even have time to look at that anymore. I am so 2020 laser focused about where I need to head and I am not selling out for anything or for anyone. So it is time for this. It is time for you and I to keep our focus. It is time for you and I to not get off track with the things that we need to do. It is time for us to look at our goals. It is time for us to see and evaluate where we are. Look at the whole picture. Does your life look like you imagined it or 
Are you way off course? Have you drifted off to the side with your eyes looking somewhere else like Peter when he told Jesus, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come on the water. Jesus said, come. Peter began to walk and the Bible says he was doing it. And Peter began to walk on the water, but it says, and beginning to sink because the winds and the waves were boisterous. So he listened to the voice of the wind of the waves of the storm that was around him. He took his eyes off of Jesus and the Bible says, and beginning to sink, he cried out. Lord, save me. That should be our cry today. It is time for this. It is time to cry out to the Lord, wherever you are, wherever you may be right now. Your life may be a mess. Your life may be in shambles. You may not be able to see the light of day right now. Everything that could be going wrong may be going wrong in your life right now. And I have been there, so I know what I'm talking about. And it doesn't feel good. I know that. It doesn't feel good. But guess what? It is not time to give up. It is time to push on. It is time to move on. It is time to dust your knees off like you used to do when you fell off that bike. If you get a scrape, go ahead and clean it up, but get back on, get back in the race. It is time to press toward the mark. The apostle Paul said, I forget the things that are behind me. Some of us are reaching back to things of the past that have no place in our present or future. I don't know what that looks like for you. It may be in the form of a person, a place, a job, a church, a vice. I don't know what that is for you, but I know that it is time to move forward. I know that it's time to clip the chains. It is time to break out of the bondage and the things that the enemy has used in your life to keep you grounded. For many years, I allowed people and their circumstances and their issues and their needs and sometimes their mess to keep me down, to keep me bound, so busy giving all of the right stuff to the wrong people, so busy sacrificing and doing for everyone else and putting myself last. And I found myself behind the eight ball years and years and years. I should have been where I am now. And I'm looking back and I see a lot of wasted time. But you know why I'm encouraged today? Because the Bible that I read tells me that my God will redeem the time. And there is also a scripture that says, for me to redeem the time, it says, redeem the time for the days are evil. So we have to make up for that lost time by getting on track, staying on track. It is time for this. It's time for you to think about you. It is time for you. It is time for I, it is time for those of us that are serious about finishing this race strong to stop putting everything in everyone else and their wants and their needs and their desires in front of what you need to do for you. It is time to trudge on. It is time 
to make a plan. It is time to plan your escape. Some of you need to come up out of some stuff. The Bible that I read, it tells me that we are to take dominion. The very first chapter of the word says in Genesis that God created man in his image and his likeness. And he gave us dominion and he told us to subdue. A lot of you are being subdued by things and people and situations and circumstances that you should be over. It is time for us to take our rightful positions in the kingdom. And if you're not in the kingdom, you need to seriously consider making a choice to switch to the other side. The other side is the best side, is the bright side. It is the light side. It is the right side. I'm talking about the side of the coin that is salvation, redemption through the plan of God to offer up his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who became a living sacrifice for us, for the sins of mankind. He died for the entire world And if you have not made him Lord of your life, if you have not surrendered your life and your will over to him, then I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are not on the right side of the coin. You are not on the right side of the fence. The book of Romans talks a lot, especially the first four chapters. I always encourage people to just sit down and and read that. It's a letter that the apostle Paul wrote to the Roman Uh, church, but he is talking about salvation and, and teaching them how to live godly lives. So the word of God is there. It is available if we would just open it up and prayerfully read it and then do what it says to do. The book of James says, uh, be not only hearers of the word, but be ye doers of the word. It is time for us. Yes, it is time for this. It is time for us to stop ever learning and never coming to the truth. It is time to stop all of the conferences and the, this, uh, seminar and this webinar and this 12th annual 25th annual. I don't want to start calling out certain things because I'm not picking on anyone, but y'all know you're not, I'm not the only one who hears this stuff. You have some pastors, some leaders out here. (laughs) They've just done their 20th annual, this, 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 and that, that, that come on out this year. This is the year of blessing. This is the year of favor. This is the year of reward. This is the year of breakthrough. Well, pastor, how many years do I have to keep trying to break through before I break through? When do I get the Jag and the Bentley like you? When do I get the jet? When do I get the beautiful house on a compound? Since that's what you make it all about. When do I get my piece of the pie or do I just keep sowing into your vision and your dreams and your ministry to support your kids going to college and then oftentimes working in your ministry, living well, the five-star hotels and the finest restaurants and the finest clothes. A lot of these people have designer clothing and bags and shoes that I've never even heard of because I don't keep up with the Jones ass. 
I'm a Johnson by marriage and I don't keep up with the Johnsons. I keep up with the Jesus crew. I'm not interested in what's going on in this world because the Bible tells me to be in the world, but not of the world. So I keep my mind stayed on him so that I can be kept in perfect peace from the mess that's around me. So I don't need even know a lot of things that people are doing and it doesn't matter. It doesn't concern me because that's not my focus, but it is time for this. It is time to rise up. It is time to make your choice. Joshua said, if it be Baal, then serve him. If it be God, and serve him. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So it is time for this. It is time to get your act together because time is short. It is time for this. It is time to make it known to those around you that, Hey, I've made my choice. This is the way I'm going. I don't care if I used to do this and that with you. I don't care if I used to get drunk as a skunk and fall down and bust my head open and get up and do it again. The next day, I don't care if I used to hook and crook and skim and scam. I'm not going that way. You need to make a clear distinction. This is the line. If you're not trying to follow Jesus, then don't waste your time crossing this line because I'm not going the broad way, which leads to hell and destruction. I'm going the narrow way. Jesus himself said in a book of Matthew, he said, many are going to say to me in that day, do you understand the implication of that verse? If you don't, please open it up, read it for yourself. I believe it's in Matthew 20, the 24th chapter offhand, but Jesus is telling this parable and he's telling his disciples and those that are listening. He said, look, many are going to come to me on that day. And he wasn't talking about the world. He said, they're going to say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Did we not cast out devils in your name? And this is not on there, but I'm going to add it. Did we host banquets in your name? Did we hold the hundred women in white on women's day? Did we build the cathedrals? Did we sell fish and chicken dinners every week and raise money to build a temple? Didn't we do all of these things in your name, Lord? And Jesus himself said, he said, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, depart from me, ye who worked iniquity. I never knew you. In other words, yeah, you might have been doing all that stuff, but it was in your name. You raised up memorials to yourself. Some people do it even when they're living or man raises it up after people die but you did that in your name. You branded yourself. You built temples and cathedrals and you put them in your name and you put your pictures on them. And before people could ever see the cross or before they could ever see me, they saw a huge picture of you or you and your wife in the sanctuary, pictures all around the place. And next to that was books of, and, and tables and t-shirts of all your paraphernalia that you wanted to sell supposedly 
exalting me, but yet you were building and doing for yourself. You were building your own compound. Did not Solomon, even the richest, wisest, supposedly king, built his house and made it even more magnificent and built it even longer than he did for the house of the Lord? So I'm telling you today, as I'm closing this out, it is time for this. It's time to get right or many will be left. It is time for this. It is time to repent and return to the Lord. It is time for this. It is time to turn around. It doesn't matter who's going, who's coming, who pushes you aside, who casts you aside, who rejects you. I don't care how long they've been in your life. I don't care what they've done for you. I don't care what you've done for them. If they're not going that way, you better be wise enough to clip that cord and keep it moving because guess what? The hour is short. Time is drawing nigh. It is late. The Bible says, if you draw nigh unto God, he will draw nigh unto you. So that's where my money is today. And I hope and I pray that as I close this out, you make the decision to follow Jesus and go the straight and narrow way. And it is definitely time for this. Be blessed.